Trees, keep these tips in mind. Select trees that are zone hardy for where you plan to plant. Avoid planting trees that produce slip hazards like fruits and nuts close to sidewalks. And don't plant large trees near or under utility lines. To learn more about the November tree planting, contact an ISA certified arborist near you by going to trees4ohio.org. That's trees4ohio.org. The Fan. Good evening. Um, but it was earlier today, the United States men's national team defeated Iran 1-0 to advance to the knockout stage. A Christian Pulisic goal in the 38th minute was the game winner there. Next up, the U.S. will face Netherlands on Saturday morning at 10. Today, a high state quarterback, C.J. Stroud, was named a finalist for the Maxwell Award given to the best player in college football. Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker, and USC quarterback, Caleb Williams, are the other two finalists there. Stroud was also named a finalist along with TCU's Max Duggan and USC's Caleb Williams for the Davey O'Brien Award given to the top quarterback in the country. Along with that, Marvin Harrison Jr. was named a finalist for the Bolitnikoff Award along with Iowa State's Xavier Hutchinson and Tennessee's Jalen Hyatt. The Bolitnikoff Award is given annually to the best receiver in college football. This one's brought to you by Pella Window, the most preferred window brand in Central Ohio. Visit the Pella Showroom on Gemini Parkway or online at PellaColumbus.com. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan. Ohio's sports destination. This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance, Papa John's, and your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. Now, along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. Well, Skip Mossick is a traveling man right now, and so is Paul Keels because the Buckeye men's basketball team has a big one tomorrow night at Duke. That's always a pretty special thing when you go to Cameron Indoor. And the Buckeyes, of course, beat Duke at a packed Schottenstein Center last year in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. This is actually an event that's going away, so it's the last one. They're out. My name is Timmy Hall, and we've got Tyvis Powell in as well for Paul Keels. Jim Lachey and Coach Cooper. Guys, it's, it's good to be here with you. This isn't the circumstance we wanted to be in after the big loss to Michigan on Saturday, but we got to be here for the people breaking it all down, right, Jim? Yeah, this is just the reality of it. It was a uh, definitely a tough loss, tough uh, weekend on Saturday. Uh, you know, seeing that game go down the way it did, it's just, uh, you know, no one anticipates that when you go in there and play, but that's why you have to play these games for four quarters, and Ohio State ended up on the wrong end. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was devastating. It was hard to watch. You know, you think about, you know, how these guys all all season, that's been the motivation. You know, when we get to this team up north, this is why we're doing this. Why is this program going to be tough this off season? Coach Mick went back to his old ways just to get them physically tough because of the criticism that they received. And yeah, man, for the first half of that game, it was, we seen the development, we seen the change. And then it was just the second half. I don't know what happened. Two good football teams play each other. One's got to win, one's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's what happened. I think Michigan had a very, very good football team. Obviously, we're a very good football team. and We didn't play our best game, and I think that's the best game I've seen them play in a long time, and they came out on top. Yeah, and for me, you know, it's not effort. I don't question any of those guys' effort or bravery or anything like that because, hey, anybody that straps it on goes between the lines and plays, and especially that game, they have all that. But just execution, you know, execution on offense, defense, and special teams cost them the game, and you got to be cleaner in all aspects. We talked, you know, penalties. I'm sure we'll talk about all this stuff as the show goes on, but there's just a lot of areas where, you know, if you execute a little bit better, uh, you're going to win that ball game. You can get stops, but, uh, you know, they weren't able to, and that's what Michigan was better at is executing with those key plays at the key moments. 
Tyvis, I know we'll get into this a little bit later, but just sort of briefly, defensive backs, the mm. secondary is a big issue. You guys can talk about that all day. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just um, it was a lot of missed tackles up there, um, a lot of coverage things. But the thing is, it was it was the corners, and we kind of knew. Going into this game, you know, the corners haven't been the strong suit. You know, that's been something that you and I have talked about throughout this whole season, and it kind of got uh, exploited in this game. And it was sometime, I think one of the big ones was a miscommunication. I promise you, I think they was in cover two, and one guy ran man. And anytime you get a situation like that, obviously it's going to be a big play. Hey, they had five home runs against us. Yeah. That's, that's where we lost the ball game. Yep. And I agree with you. We we did not very. We can play better in the secondary, but we've had some injuries back there. We we had, doesn't seem like we've been settled on the four starters all year long. Uh, different corners, maybe different some safeties, but uh, it's, there's no excuse for letting the guys get eight ten yards behind you on a on a on a pass. Yeah, definitely yeah. had some uh, some struggles with Denzel Burke throughout the season and Cam Brown. You know, being injured on again, off again, and Jordan Hancock trying to get healthy and yeah. be a part of the season. But, folks, we're going to have a lot of time over the next two hours to break this one down. And, of course, we've got an updated college football playoff ranking that's going to be coming out somewhere in the middle of our show. So we'll have some great guests. We're going to be breaking it all down, and we're just getting started. Hey, by the way, Giant Eagle, Kellogg's, and Coca-Cola would like to thank everyone who participated in the ultimate Buckeye Home Gate giveaway this season. Remember to make every game a Buckeye Home Gate with help from your neighborhood, Giant Eagle location. Giant Eagle is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Sunday, we'll find out Ohio State's bowl destination. Stay tuned to this station for the date and time of our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show. Up next, it's our 60-second timeout segment as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. Table presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Nkova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Nkova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Nkova Insurance. Nkova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Nkova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. All right, everybody, welcome back as Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto continues. I'm Timmy Hall in for the one, the only Skip Mossick today. 
Hey, Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. Save $2 on any order over 20 bucks, and your locally owned Papa John's will donate $1 to the James at Ohio State. Buck up, beat cancer. Our thanks to Papa John's for catering tonight's show. Coach Coop, I saw you eating like six slices of pizza there. Pretty good stuff, right? <laughs> I didn't. I only ate, only ate four. Big enough. Well, looked like six to me. All right. Our our thanks to Papa John's for catering the show. Check them out at papajohns.com. Buckeye Roundtable. 60 second timeout. Actually, didn't need eating. Hey, uh, Coach Coop, I want to start back with you because, I mean, you didn't have social media back in the day. And. I don't know how Ryan Day chooses to go about his business there or what gets back to him if his family and friends send him certain things. But uh, could you share a little bit on what that man must be going through in this town right now? Well, the first thing you have to do, you have to have a good neighbor to yeah. take the for sale signs out of your yard <laughs> before, you, before you get home. And, you know, you, I, I, you, you, you do your best you can, guys. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. You, if you lose, you, you, you go to the office early the next day and, and work that much harder and try to get better. That's the advice I could give anybody. So, Jim, with that being said, when you go back to the office, when you start reviewing this film, offense, defense, what really sticks out like a sore thumb in this game script? Yeah, the next steps are always tough. You know, uh, if you think about Coach Day after that game, we had a lot of recruits in town. You saw them all up and down the sidelines watching that game from all over the country. And and guess what? They just didn't leave after the game. You got to visit with those guys on Saturday morning or Sunday morning early. And that's the toughest thing. You know, yeah, man, you want to be a head football coach? You know, try to have a devastating loss like that, then go and have to sell your program the next morning at eight. You got you got to come in there with a lot of energy and a smile on your face and talk to these recruits with a positive message and explain why you need them. You know, now it's a clear example last night or yesterday afternoon why we need you. But you know, that's that's what football is. You got to go. What's on next? That's what these coaches are. What what happened in the, that game's over? It's in the books. Is it hurt? Yeah, it really hurts a lot. It's going to hurt for a long time. Especially these guys, you know, guys like C.J. Stroud might be his last go or those seniors or last game around. But you got to move on to the next thing, and that's that's kind of what football is. The thing is, for Ohio State, we don't have an opponent right now, so there's no next to concentrate on. So this one's going to have to just sit with you here for a while till you get that next opportunity. All right, Tyvis, back to you, man. We kind of started off the show, but I've, I really, I've been dying to talk about this with you, and we have spoken about it many, many times here throughout this football season. It, it just feels to the normal person watching, and I know there's different ways to play cornerback and different ways to play safety, Yeah, but man, nobody, nobody is turning around and ever playing the football in the air Penalties were mounting, mm-hmm. and of course there was a busted coverage and just some guys getting burnt back there yeah. in the secondary. What was going on to you? Well, to me, it, these guys have never played with a ton of confidence to me. I think after you get beat a couple of times, you know, you start to question yourself. And as far as getting your head turned around, that comes with the confidence. I mean, if you're if you're in good position and you know that you got the guy, by all means, then everybody should turn around and make a play on the ball because that's what you ultimately these guys have dreams and aspirations of making it to the next level. Well, you're you're evaluated by how well you do when the ball is in the air. Some of these corners get see the ball there, act like they've never seen the ball and don't know how to play it. 
some guys know how to turn around and turn into wide receivers, and that's what we need to get at that corner position. And when the ball is in the air, you have as much right to that ball as that wide receiver. We have to have the aggressive mindset that that ball is mine, and I just don't see that right now out of our corners. Um, and then at the least, you always want to stay on top. I mean, you're going against J.J. McCarthy, who's a guy who's you know not going to kill you with his arm like that, but don't give him the free shots you know if you're if they're behind you obviously he's good enough to make those passes stay on top and allow your pass rush to get there and I didn't see that Saturday all right coach Coop back to you and kind of building off what Jim was talking about when you when you're a head coach and you come off this loss and you know you're gonna play another game but obviously we're gonna watch USC and Utah play on Friday night we're gonna see what the committee decides here in 45 minutes or so. Clearly, you're watching over film, right? But you know, what's what's being said in team meetings? Because you're in an era now where you're not really sure if your entire roster, depending on what game you're going to play, is going to be there with you all the way through. Well, you got you got to assume that all these guys are going to play in a bowl game, particularly if you go to to a bowl game, a real good the the Rose Bowl, the the Orange Bowl. I mean, how how can you not play in those games? That bothers me as much as anything. We had four players last year that didn't, that didn't play in a Rose right. Bowl game. You know, and then we talk about culture, how close we are. That's a bunch of BS, if you ask me. Uh, get, getting back, when I, I played safety, coach safety. A lot of it's attitude, guys. Mm-hmm. When that ball, you got to, if you, you're defensive back or safety, when that ball's thrown, it's thrown to me. Mm-hmm. You got to go make the play. You gotta, and don't knock the ball down, make interception. We didn't get a turnover in the game. I mean, they, they complete, what, how many, Jim, 12, 15 passes against us? Well, intercept a couple yeah. of those at least. We didn't, we didn't intercept any. We didn't turn the ball over. You got to get some cheap touchdowns sometimes out of your secondary. Yeah, and with the cornerbacks, you know, uh, Tui Maloa had two more interceptions than any one of our cornerbacks did. Denzel Curling Burke didn't have one. Didn't have all one. Year. None of our cornerbacks had Cam Brown didn't have none one. Of key, none of Turn our around. CDs. That's You'll get a couple. None of them. But our D line had three. So yeah, it has to be something where you know we just need to improve there. Leave it at that. Yeah, Jim, back to you, man. Uh, Let's focus on the running game right. a little bit more. I mean, we knew of a couple of guys that would probably be hampered. Travion Henderson turned out to be out. So you cross him off the list for that one. Mayan Williams was there, but apparently it wasn't enough to have a full go. Just your perspective on, you know, Dallin Hayden's absence after what he did one week ago and it would have been one of the more wild Michigan stories to tell our grandkids if if Chip Trainum came in there and Actually had a big game, but that was, was a little strange. And it, it seemed like Ohio State was maybe trying to force the run game a little bit. What were your thoughts on it? Well, in, in Chip's first game against Michigan, a pretty good run defense, he rushed for 84 yards on 14 carries. So don't, I mean, I, I, I was surprised how well it did. He had a good did. game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with, you know, would you love to see Travion or Mayan out there for what they've been able to show throughout their careers? Yeah, but they weren't. They were hurt. So we needed guys to step up. Me too. I was probably a little surprised, like you guys, that we didn't see more down, especially what he showed the last couple of weeks. But we heard Coach Day almost every time he mentions Dallin Hayden, the next words or sentence after comes ball security. Every you know? time. So every time. There's something there that in a big game he, he did. But he did Never trust, did it in a game, though. But he did. No, he didn't. And, and he had a couple carries in the game, but probably not enough. I thought Xavier Johnson, again, the opportunities that when he had running the football, uh, you know, here's a guy playing wide receivers, playing on all four special teams, and then, you know, playing a little running back, uh, too, and, and did a good job at that, getting downhill, running tough. So, not enough yards, uh, but, you know, overall, I thought Chip went in there and hang, and, and 
filled a position when we needed somebody to do it. All right, Tyvis, last up here. And I'm saving this one for you because you're our former player who played most recently. And obviously this 20-year golden era of Ohio State football and the dominance over the rival. What are your thoughts after you know playing and tasting all that success against this team and now watching how it's gone the last two years? I'm disgusted and I hate it. Um, I'm really praying that things get better uh, moving forward because I really want that. I want us to lead them all time and wins. And I feel like... As a player, I did my part. We all did our part of trying to close that gap on the win percentage. And now they're letting them run away with it again. And it's not the fact that they're losing. It's the fashion that they're losing that's really bothering me the most. Um, I just pray that they, they figure it out. I don't know like what they need to do. Is, I think it might be a culture thing. But Ryan Day really needs to get that thing figured out because he's really upsetting a lot of people who put in a lot of hard work to, to show that we're dominant over them. And now they're just coming out here and beating us. And every year it's getting worse. All right, there's the 60-second timeout. Yeah, that I think that summed up the, the mood of everybody in town, Tyvis, <laughs> over the weekend with Michigan getting the job done uh, and running away with it in the second half, like we talked about, with explosive plays. They had some methodical drives there in the third quarter, but then really the story of that one, five plays. That distance you know, I almost think, feels worse. It's I, think, I think last year everybody put an asterisk there, you know, because, okay, up there the weather was terrible. Yeah. This is going to get it back. They had the flu. Right. It, it, it just didn't happen. Yeah, Buckeyes at home. Yeah, Ryan Day with happen. everything to coach for in this one, and... Yeah, absolutely. Well, we we rock on. We've got a lot more to come here. Hey, by the way, Inside Ohio State Athletics returns Saturday, January 7th at 11.30 a.m. Locally in Columbus on WBNS 10 TV and statewide on Bally Sports Ohio. We'll take a look around the Big Ten. My goodness, was that Big Ten West crazy. Totally crazy. That's coming up as Buckeye Roundtable continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. At AEP Energy, we believe it's possible to impact the world around us by choosing renewable energy. That's why we offer our Eco Advantage plan to power our homes and businesses for a smarter and greener future. So come on, Buckeye fans. If you're thinking about switching energy suppliers, consider reducing your carbon footprint too. Make an impact and choose green energy. Visit AEPenergy.com slash OSU to get started. That's AEPenergy.com slash OSU, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. While an affiliate of AEP Ohio, AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of the utility. Listen up. We are witnessing a shift in the landscape of college athletics as student-athletes monetize their name, image, and likeness. Cohesion Foundation is dedicated to leading the nation and supporting our devoted student-athletes. Cohesion unifies influential corporate leaders, dedicated fans, alumni, and not-profit organizations to ensure Ohio State student-athletes across all sports are best positioned for success in this new landscape. Cohesion Foundation is an official sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Learn more about our mission at CohesionFoundation.com. As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
I'm Timmy Hall in for Skip Mossick tonight. Buckeye Roundtable is, of course, presented by Buyers Auto. Still to come, we will check in with Tim May from Letterman Row. That's near the end of this hour. We will get you caught up on everything going on with high school football here in the state of Ohio. That'll be right at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch. He'll give us some thoughts, too, and the rankings should be updated by that point around 7.30. So it'll all be good, but we'll do some Big Ten breakdown here. Hey, Buckeye fans. Power up and carbon down with AEP Energy and Eco Advantage. It's their 100% renewable energy plan for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time for the Buckeye Roundtable Big Ten Breakdown. Down, down, down. First and 10, Oscars at their own 13. Borkature in motion. From the right to the left of the formation, play action. Roy in the pocket is Casey, taking a shot deep downfield, looking for Palmer, makes a catch at the 40. He's going to go 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. All right, there's Greg Sharp from the Husker Network from Learfield with the call there. Nebraska gets the job done this weekend, and that was a crazy game. You go back to Friday, where all Iowa had to do was win Mm. and get in to the (laughs) Big Ten Championship. It didn't happen, and Coach Coop, I want to start with you again on this one. As uh, the Huskers win to get to, I mean, it's a bad season. What are we going to call it? Four and eight. They've had their problems. Matt Rule, who helped Baylor, made a lot of money, went to the Carolina Panthers, didn't work out in the NFL, and he takes this job, so he's already shown up. We've got you know Luke Fickle in the news, of course, but he's going to Wisconsin. Matt Rule showing up at Nebraska. Do you think he could be the answer for him? I, I think he'll do a good job at Nebraska. There's three things he's got to do, and I'm not trying to be uh, you know funny about it. He's got to recruit, recruit, and recruit. And to recruit from Nebraska, you got to go out of state. There's only four million people living in the state of Nebraska. You got to go back east. You got to dominate the Midwest. You got to definitely got to go to to, to uh, Texas. That's where he's got to recruit Texas. And of course, he coached Baylor. Knows a lot of high school coaches down there. So I'm sure. Plus, he'll get on that portal really, really quick, Jim. I promise you that. Yeah, and he grew up in New York in the East Coast. Played at Temple, or what? Or coached at Temple. Played at Penn State. So he's got definitely that East Texas with Baylor. Uh, you know, NFL with the Panthers kind of vibe. So, you know, I, I think he's a guy that got a chance to have some success, but you're right, coach. Well, We're back in the days when Nebraska, I played with, you know, as Tyva says too, in the NFL, some guys from Nebraska. Most of those guys are from Texas or from California, you know, or from that East Coast. There's just not many homegrown players. They used there. to have the best football program in college football. Nebraska did. When yeah. I took this job here, I hired their defensive, their, their recruiting coordinator. I hired their strength coach. Uh, yeah. Because coach of the pro- I didn't say the best team. I said the best program. Will will Casey Thompson still be there next year, or was this his last go? You know, I don't know. I don't know if that'll be his last go. But you well, know, well, if he's there, I mean, he's he's shown he got he's up and down. I think with Matt Rule, you know, he's kind of an air it out type of guy. So I think that quarterback position is obviously going to be important. And if Thompson is still around, he's shown that he can do it at times. He just need to be more consistent. So. If I'm Matt Rule, I'm trying to find a way to keep him there. Let's get a highlight as we move around to some of the other Big Ten games. This is the team that's actually going to be in the Big Ten championship game now as Purdue was taken on Indiana on Saturday. 
The Old Oak and Bucket on the line, and for the Boilermakers, a Big Ten West Division Championship and a trip to Indianapolis. Another play action. O'Connell looking. Throws it over the middle. He's got a man wide open. Charlie Jones, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Charlie Jones on the pitch and catch. 60 yards for the score. Tim Newton from Learfield, the call there for the Boilers as Purdue is 8-4 with a 30-16 win over the Hoosiers. Tyvis, that guy, Charlie Jones, he's had a heck of a season. Transferred over from Iowa. Four catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown there. Yeah, I mean, Aiden O'Connell, we all knew that Purdue was going to be, you know, it was a lot of rumbling. A lot of people was like, at the beginning of this season, everybody was like, we can see Purdue coming out of the West. And at the at the moment, I'm thinking, okay, Aiden O'Connell to me is probably arguably the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. So you, if you got a good quarterback, you have a shot. But the problem was David Bell has left and gone to the NFL. You know, the guy who was known for getting over 200 yards and and wrecking games. And you lost George Koloftis. How do you replace these guys? And Jones comes out here and he shows that, hey, you know, I'm here for you, Aiden. And he had a big game, and now that helped him get to the Big Ten Championship. And we continue on in the, we'll just let's just call it the land of eight and four out there in the Big Ten West. Illinois rolled up on Northwestern. Freeman, back to pass. Here comes the pressure. Pocket collapsing. Throws oh. another interception. Picked off again. Sidney Brown. He might have a pick six. He does. Touchdown. Touchdown, Illinois. And Sidney Brown is having himself a whale of a day. I love it, man. Brian Barnhart with the call, with the help of some friends there, of course, as well. It's just like Jim Lachey just cr- crowded into that booth there. It's just so exciting. It's hard to hold back. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm all for it, by the way. Yeah, Brian, uh, the call from Learfield right there. 41-3, to Illinois gets it done. Coach Coop, how about the job that uh, Brett Bielema has done? He used to, say, yeah, I go ahead. I ask you, you think he'll be the coach of the year in the Big Ten Conference? He surprised, to me, he surprised me. I can tell you that right now. I'm trying to think of who else... I think Jim Harbaugh. Jim, Jim's Jim yeah. 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 Jim, okay. Jim yeah. Unless he loses real bad next week. I think he's already won. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think they gave it to him today, actually. Yeah, I think he won. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and that's, you know, I'd, I'd say Bielema would be a good number two. For sure. Yep. All right. So we go around to the land of eight and four once again as Minnesota took down Wisconsin on Saturday. Second and 11. 350 to play, 16 all. Gophers, play action, rifling again, caught on the run, 30, 20, center of the field, this is a touchdown! Lamecki Brockington, 45 yards, Minnesota leads it! Minnesota would go on and win 23-16, to the call from Mike Grimm, Minnesota Golden Gophers radio network from Learfield, and Wisconsin... Finishes the year at 6-6, six and six, but Tyvis, they got Luke Fickle coming into town now. And that's going to be a big change for them. Obviously, you know, I play for Coach Fick. Coach Fick is uh, one of the best coaches I've ever been around. Not just as a coach, but just as a as a person. He'll get guys to be motivated. He'll, he will do well in recruiting, which Wisconsin, obviously, they get the, you know, they probably get the four stars that, you know, the Big Ten, the bigger schools didn't want. So he'll get some of those guys. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he feels out his staff. Um, offensively and defensively, but as far as a head coach, I think they've hit a home run with Coach Vick. No, I, no question about it. Uh, you know, if you had asked me two weeks ago, I would have said, you know, Jim Leonard's going to get that job. I thought you, the same you, thing. Just like wow, um, you know, here's a guy that took the job interim. They handed it to him. You know, after Nebraska got rid of their coach, when there were some rumblings that maybe Jim Leonard would be interested in a Nebraska mm-hmm. job, and then 
the same weekend that Matt Rule takes a Nebraska job, you know, Wisconsin hires Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard sitting there kind of like <laughs> playing musical chairs and there's no chairs left, you know, and he got left. Yeah. The music stopped uh, with no chairs left for Jim. And, you know, he's a guy that uh, throughout his career, walk on there, worked hard, three-time All-American, great pro, uh, came back, didn't want to coach, got into it, ended up being the coordinator a few years later. He's going to he, – he, I mean, he, this guy's going to go to – do great things wherever he is, but I just thought it was going to be there. But I'm so happy for Luke Fickle and his family. Um, you know, there's not many jobs that he would left. I'm glad, and, and that's one that just shows you what he thinks about Wisconsin and the future that they can have. Coach, Coach Fickle might keep Jim Leonard as a defensive coordinator, but I can he, tell you right now, it will be it will be Luke Fickle's defense. He was here in the, in the mid uh, mid nineties when we put in the silver bullet. Yeah, and a matter of fact, he was a big member of that. He and Fred Fred Pugich is a guy that needs to get credit for mm-hmm. that. But, Luke Fickle will Wisconsin will play a lot better defense now with Luke Fickle. Couple more games in the conference to hit on, fellas. As this is a win now that's going to hold up Ohio State's resume at the moment. The road victory, number eleven, Penn State rolled on Michigan State over the weekend. Clifford looks it over. Fourth and two. Takes it back. Throws near side. Singleton to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Penn State! And in the clutch, the Nittany Lions goes 75 yards. Steve Jones with the call from Learfield. And one more game, too. You had Maryland taking on Rutgers, and the Terps, of course, gave Ohio State all they could handle the week before. They had no issues whatsoever. 37 win over the Scarlet Knights, and here's a little call from WMUC Student Radio. Third down and one. The handoff, Hemby, is in. Touchdown, Maryland. The second of the day for Roman Hemby, and the Terps strike again here in the second quarter. You know what? College radio. There's nothing better than it. We all had to start there, and I'm sure those guys sound about a million times better than I did when I was trying to call games in college. How about Roman Hemby, the Maryland running back? They found something there, that freshman back. He's he's really stepped up these last couple games. Had two TDs over 100 yards in that ball game. I like their quarterback. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. Second? I like him a lot, yeah. Over Aiden? Absolutely, I like. I like. I him like that. I'm just. I'm just no, teasing you. I he, think I like him a lot too. He yeah. throws. He throws a ball that's that's catchable. The, ball, the, the pass is not complete unless I throw it and you catch it. Mm. And he he, <laughs> make, he makes the receivers look good, in my opinion. Very good football player. All right, guys. Ryan Day had a lot of thoughts about this loss to Michigan after it was done on Saturday. Coming up, we're going to hear from the Buckeye head coach as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Come on over to Heartland. Getting a mortgage? We take pride in providing the value and service you deserve in one of the most important transactions you'll ever have. Community banks have the most flexibility and the lowest rates. Now fact check that. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's always meant more to be a Buckeye. More determination, more skill, more heart. And every day, more than 23,000 Buckeyes come to work at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center in the James to protect the health of Ohio today and to improve the health of the world tomorrow. Each is committed to a higher standard. 
It's a standard only Buckeyes can match. If you want to be part of something more, consider joining the Buckeye team today. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Timmy Hall in for Skip Mossick today. We're about to hear some of the coaches' comments from after the game Saturday. Buckeyes are known for paying it forward. That's why Buckeyes Care strives to serve the betterment of our community by positively impacting families across Ohio. Join partners American Electric Power, Kroger, Donato's, the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center, the James Cancer Hospital, Huntington Bank, and WBNS TV in Columbus and supporting this cause at OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. Coach's comments presented by Kroger right now. All right, so when we look at Ryan Day, I'll start with the big plays. We talked a little bit about that in the first 30 minutes already. The explosive plays for Michigan, what was up there? Big plays, yeah. I'm going to have to obviously look and, and see you know, where all the breakdowns were, but it wasn't just one area. There was you know, a missed tackle on the, the first play, and then we got beat on a double move on the second play, and then there was obviously some misfits in the run game on some other, other plays, and there was an also the pass you know, to the tight end, so a few plays in the back end, and then a couple of the runs, so yeah, obviously the, the first thing we need to do in games like this is play great defense, you know, and other than two plays in a first half I felt like we did but not in the second half coach Coop what's more frustrating when a team is just driving the ball on you and chunking off seven eight ten yards like Michigan did seemingly the entire game in 2021 or when you feel like you've played some good defense for most of the game but you have five just really big, embarrassing plays like that. Five of them, not yeah, just you can't, one. You, you, you cannot give up home runs like that. I mean, you got 10 people that re- really playing their heart out. Let me point this out, though, guys. I didn't see us get many sacks. I didn't no. see us pressure no. the quarterback that much. We're blaming one, I, I think I'm, so. Well, including Simon. me, are blaming the secondary, and, I, and they should be blamed. But let's, let's, let's force that quarterback to throw some bad balls. Give him a little bit of credit. But anyway, we talked about it earlier. We've got to get more turnovers. The ball's thrown. We've got to make inter- more interceptions. I, I don't have those, these stats in front of me, but I bet we were one of the last teams in the league in terms of getting interceptions. They had 10 for the season. So. Ten, 10 for the season? Yeah. You'd like to get like two or three of ball games. Should have you? a good safety <laughs> get 10 himself. Yeah, I mean, you think about today's era and how they much they pass the ball. I mean, it's a lot of opportunities. 10 is not a lot. It's not a lot at all. No, and like we said, for the corners, your star corner coming into the season had zero, zero interceptions well, this year. He, he, How do you explain that for Denzel Burke? He I didn't was, have the season that everybody was anticipating. I mean, you think about what he was last year and what he was this year. It's night and day. Something happened where he regressed this season. I don't know if it's the coaching's change or whatever, but something something wasn't clicking for him this year because last year – just listening to his interviews, he talked with so much confidence, and you can see the confidence in his play when he was out there last year. 
This year, he gave up so many catches that he lost that confidence. If you you cannot survive at corner, it's particularly at corner. If you don't believe in your heart of hearts that you the best thing out there since sliced bread, you won't. You'll get beat all the time. And to me, he didn't play with that confidence. I think one way to judge the secondary is. I think we probably had more defensive pass interferences than we had interceptions for the season. You know, do you agree? Do you think we had more than ten DPIs all year? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, felt like you had I'm that saying. many in the Michigan game, right? So, you know, you need to get the picks instead of the you know the contact uh, to give them first down. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, I believe I understand if you're saving a TD, do it. But you know, especially in the college, where they 15 yarder. Uh, first down, but we had a lot of those, and you know, they obviously hurt us in, in the end of the game. That's Jim Lachey, everybody. You know him. That, that other voice is Tyvis Powell, the great Ohio State safety, member of the 2014 National Championship team, and Coach Cooper is here as well. This was Ryan Day on just the, the gut feeling, that reaction, how, how it felt losing the second straight to that team up north. You know, hard to hard to say right now because this is not the outcome that we all envisioned. I thought we had a really good preparation. I thought we were building towards playing really well in this game, and, and we were fighting there in the first half. And I, I felt, you know, really good going into the second half, and, and we just didn't execute well enough in the second half. So, you know, I don't know how to answer that other than, you know, I thought we played hard. I thought we were fighting out there, but in the end, we came up short. And let me uh, layer a little bit more onto that thought. We'll figure out what's next. You know, I don't know exactly what is next right now, but that's life at Ohio State, and um, you know, I certainly know what this game means to everybody and and so you know when you lose you know it all comes back to me I'm the head coach and and that's uh, what probably hurts the most I guess a way to take your mind off of it coach Coop but then again you can't really as you recruit because no doubt about it that's gonna that's gonna be coming up right (laughs) in in conversations yeah well you recruit the year round but what's what's really got to come up right now is you got to get these kids back in the weight room and you know get them get them ready to go through spring practice and I'm going to ask you a little bit, Jim, about this. So these kids down, maybe they're here too long. We're, we we got recruits that are coming in in January. They go through the winter conditioning program. They're here go through spring practice. They're here all summer. You know, some of these guys might want to go home sometime. Yeah, it's a 52-week-year job, uh, you know, practicing for football, nowadays college football. But, you know, my son plays it, obviously, so I kind of know what their schedule is. And there might be four to six weeks a year. You know, where there'll be some options that, that probably closer to four, three to four than, than getting it <laughs> off. And that's just, you know, either you're training, uh, you know, for spring, or you're training for spring ball. You know, the thing that I always thought was crazy, and, and Tavis, you can probably remember this too. You get done with your season, you know, you go through the bowl, you come back, you have a week off. Yep. You come back in like January 8th, mm-hmm. and they look at like you like you're in the worst shape you've ever been in your life. <laughs> like, you know, you're starting back at zero, and you're like, wait a minute, coach, we just finished all this stuff that we did together. They're looking at you like, you know, you, you got to do this, 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 and then, you know, boom, it's on to, you know, being competitive, going through winter conditioning, and then spring ball, same thing, everything's open up, and then little breath after spring ball, and then, boom, you're in the camp. So it's just, that's a process. And here's the one that's going to be discussed today and for the rest of the week for sure on if this team deserves a shot still. Well, I, I mean, I thought we were in it, and uh, we were fighting there at the end. It obviously got out of control down the stretch, but, you know, it wasn't like, you know, we were outmatched in terms of, you know, uh, just the overall play, I don't think. So, yeah, I mean, as we get to those decisions, you know, I think you got to look at the body of work and, and what we've done, and, you know, we got a lot of good pieces on this team, and we came up short today, but... But I think, you know, if we were able to get a shot in top four, we'd be a dangerous team. 
All right, Coach's comments were presented by Kroger. Kroger Pickup is the easy way to get what you want right when you need it. Try Kroger Pickup today in the Kroger app or at Kroger.com. We are going to enter the red zone with our guy Tim May as the Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over Central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. Safe Light Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Get your Scarlet and Gray Saturday started at 9 a.m. on Game Time with Ryan Day on Valley Sports Ohio. Former head coach John Cooper, analyst Jim Lachey, and former running back Beanie Wells joins host Dom Tiberi and Dave Holmes to preview every matchup and break down each week's game. Get exclusive insights and in-depth interviews with players, coaches, and experts from across Buckeye Nation. Tune in to Football Saturdays at 9 a.m. to Valley Sports Ohio and the Valley Sports app. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletic. is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Timmy Hall back here with you in for Skip Mossick today as Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto continues on here. For every Buckeye touchdown scored this season, the Heartland Bank Community Foundation will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. Buckeye Roundtable Red All right, he is our guy, Tim May of Letterman Row. He's been covering Buckeye football for a long, long time. Tim, it's good to talk to you, man. How are we feeling today? I jumped in a little under the weather, but I will get through it, if you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm not feeling anywhere near as bad as as the uh, citizens of Buckeye Nation and uh, definitely the football team and the coaching staff. Well, that's a medical update for you. That's uh, that's, that's good. I, I just... Hopefully, you're going to be able to cover this team tonight and uh, write some stories about where they are in the college football playoff ranking and whatever game they play in next. You'll be good to go. But, Tim, I know we're a couple days removed from it, but maybe if you've rewatched some of these plays, has your perspective on it changed? I mean, two straight losses to Michigan is two straight losses to Michigan, and we haven't felt this in a very long time. How do you sift through it? 
number one, uh, for the second straight year, uh, and for the third straight game when the offense needed to score a lot of points, I'm talking about Ohio State, it scored instead 23. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's not good enough. That's not anywhere close to good enough. I went dormant in the second half. But, of course, you know, everybody's looking at the defense, and rightly so. They paid $1.9 million for a new defensive coordinator and a new system. And it's just really not really surprising when you look at it. What was the thing that, that Ohio State had the most trouble with defensively this year over the course of the first 11 games? 50-50 balls thrown to the edges, 50-50 balls uh, sometimes just thrown downfield. More often than not, it seemed like the other team came down with the ball. We'd always be asking about that on Tuesday, you know, how is this going to get fixed, et cetera. And uh, considering all the trouble Michigan had throwing the ball down the field this year, it kind of like just went, you know, I just kind of like sloughed it off. Like, well, they don't even have the capability of doing that. Well, bingo, bingo. Uh, they score uh, three long touchdown passes, uh, three longer touchdown passes, and Michigan had thrown for a pass all year. And then, of course, they get those two runs, the uh, the kicks in the head, the last two runs, uh, 75 and 85 yards, going back to basics. And, and uh, they outscore Ohio State 28-3 to three in the second half. That really tells the story is 28-3 to three in the second half. Hey, Tim, thanks for joining us. Hey, the uh, you know, we talked about Ryan Day and, you know, on fourth down there, like, why, you know, why not go for it? Well, then all of a sudden we had the fake, fake punt. Uh, it comes to seeing... Yeah. Uh, fake, fake. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it looked like it was there. Just your thoughts on, man, it looked like you had it dialed up perfect, but not everybody was on the same page. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like launching a rocket, and you know it's going to fly, <laughs> and it's going to fly great, except the guy who's launching it uh, launches it to the wrong launch pad. I mean, you know, that's it in a nutshell. Did they lose the game because of that? Probably not, but sure didn't help when you look at the, how that thing was was schemed up and blocked up, and even Jim Harbaugh, I guess, I didn't hear this after yep. the game, but he mentioned it after the game about how they had a fake punt on, but then they didn't run it. And uh, and he knew they'd been snookered. But, you know, you can be snookered, but you still got to carry through. I think that was like a, almost a microcosm of what happened to Ohio State offensively in the second half especially. They gained some yards, completed some passes, but, you know, they scored three points, and you got to – you know, three field goals. You got, you gotta, you you gotta, you gotta score touchdowns in the Ohio State Michigan game, and uh, they didn't get it done. Tim, I don't care who you're playing; it's hard to overcome a first and thirty-five. Yes, we we and, uh, we, made, we made up thirty yards, but we had fourth and five yeah. after that. Yep. And then, you know, not only that, but you know, and I don't mind calling his, calling him out. G. Scott Jr. What he did was inexcusable. I've got uh, Matt Wilhelm on my podcast this week, just talking about that very thing. You know, it's you uh, and Marlon Kerner, too, you know, a couple guys you remember, Coach Cooper. But just, you know, why? At that moment, why was that necessary? And, of course, uh, uh, Ryan Day ended up, I think, pulling him out of the game as soon as he saw the replay. But, uh, yeah, just, I mean, every those are just mistakes. The the little mistakes get magnified so greatly in, in the game. And you hear it all the time, and then you go, yeah, but, you know, that's the old people talking. No, man. You know, that's another great example of what of what went wrong. And, you know, Ryan's got a, an interesting uh, challenge on his hands, in my, in my opinion, because 
this is the second straight year you've gotten hit hit right in the gut uh, by the team that you got to beat every year. You know, everybody judges your season off that year, and then what what do you do after that? But uh, it's going to be interesting because to see what he changes this year based on what he changed last year. Tim, Tim <laughs> how do they get motivated to play in this bowl game, say if they are going to the Rose Bowl? How do you see these guys getting motivated to play in that game after this loss? Well, you know what? I, I, I'm interested, uh, Tavis, to see where they do end up going because I would think the Rose Bowl, you know, Ohio State had a hangover last year after getting beat by Michigan. This is two straight years. By hangover, I mean, you know, in, in, as far as uh, fan response to buying tickets, et cetera. I'm just interested to see what happens next uh, Sunday if, in fact, Ohio State doesn't backdoor and get into the college football playoff. Of course, <coughs> we're all going to find out a lot of things here in a few minutes when you find out whether they're fifth or sixth in the college football playoff rankings because that won't change. I mean, how could you change Alabama and Ohio State next week? Uh, this is this is the week that really matters. And there's probably it's hard to think there'd be more than one upset uh, this coming week in the, in the playoffs. But uh, uh, I'm just curious about that, too. They – as you well know, I mean, that was a little bit of a challenge for them last year, especially like when Chris Olave and, and Gary Wilson opted not to play. There's a good chance that you know, C.J. Stroud basically left hints that uh, good chance he's not going to play. But he still would be tremendous honor to play in the Rose Bowl. I think they all figured that out once the game started last year. Tim May from Letterman Row, it's always great. I want you, I want Tyvis pal, get back in your time machines, maybe go to your local pharmacy, the Jack Nicholas Pharmacy, and get some fizzy drink. Drink some tall glasses go. of the fizzy drink so you guys can be feeling better. That emergency stuff. It's good. Timmy, let me ask you one quickie. Does he have that, that does he have that Nike football with him on the set tonight from 2013? <laughs> what I want to know. <laughs> I should. I should carry it around. You know he does. Tim you should, man. Thanks a lot, man. Always a pleasure, fellas. Yep, there he goes. Folks, we're gonna have a whole lot more Buckeye goodness coming up in the second hour. And it's all going to start with a little look at the high school football scene. Things are heating up, really. I mean, it's championship time. That is all coming up as Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto continues. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Back in rolling as the Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto continues. Second hour of the program. We're going to have so much good stuff coming up. We'll get the sideline report from Matt Andrews. That's still to come. We know we've got the college football playoff rankings that are going to be updated starting pretty much right now. So we will keep you apprised of what happens in that show when we get down to the top five or four when it becomes pertinent for Ohio State. Bill Rabinowitz of the Columbus Dispatch. He'll give some perspective on where things are with Ohio State football right now as well. Sunday, we're going to find out Ohio State's bowl destination. More on that coming up. But right now, it's time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. All right. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. Listen to this one, fellas. Tonight's recipient, senior quarterback Will Coker from Kings Mill 
high school up there. Friday night, Coker was 27 of 49 passing for, you sitting down, 567 yards and five touchdowns. He also ran for 30 yards and another two more scores, but it wasn't enough as Kings dropped a heartbreaker to Toledo Central Catholic in a Division II semifinal, 52-49. to A game-tying field goal attempt came up just short as time expired. Ouch. The Knights are coached by Alex Garvin. They finished their season a marvelous 13-2. and Again, congratulations to Will Coker from Kings High School, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Time now for Buckeye Roundtable's American Dairy Association Mideast Top Performers and our whip around the state. All right, fellas, why don't we uh, start with you, Jim, some other top performers. All right, I got Ward JFK's Antonio Smith. Now, he rushed for 17 times for 121 yards and a touchdown and also had a 40-yard interception return on defense, helping JFK down Newark Catholic 21-7. I love me, uh... Pick six. Yeah. Glenville's quarterback, Deshante Jones, ran the ball nine times for 154 yards and had three touchdowns. Count them. One, two, three. As Glenville cruised past Jefferson area, 52 to seven. I got a quarterback also. Springfield quarterback, Bryce Shondelmeyer, threw for 251 yards, four touchdowns. Led to Springfield past Cincinnati Moeller, 28-24. Kirkland's Tommy Goglin had 18 carries for 363 yards and a pair of touchdowns as Kirkland blew past Fort Fry 41-6. to Ah, I got you beat, Jim. I got the mm-hmm. next Derrick Henry because Bloom Carroll running back Dylan Armantrout rushed 30 times for 251 oh. yards with three touchdowns, mm. helping Bloom Carroll to a 35-12 victory over Tippy Canoe. Toledo Central quarterback. Tawan Clark, 15 out of 23 passing for 290 yards, three touchdowns. He rushed 18 times for 128 yards to lead a Central Catholic. Held off Kings 52 to 49. It was a night for running. Uh, Akron Hoban's Lamar Sperling had 38 carries for 278 yards and four touchdowns as Hoban down Maslin 41 to 20. Well, well, this running back can do it all because he can do it on the ground and at the receiving air. Marion local running back Kyle Idy had 11 carries for 69 yards and four catches for 21 yards and a pair of touchdowns leading Marion local past Columbus Grove 27 rips. Another quarterback, Canfield quarterback, Brock Lowry. He rushed for 222 yards, four touchdowns, threw for 105 yards in Canfield's 38-21 win over Holy Name. Holy Name. We got a a linebacker tight end here. Wyoming linebacker, tight end DJ Gray had 52 yards and a pick six on defense and also had seven receptions for 83 yards on offense in Wyoming's 32-20 victory over Steubenville. That everybody? That's it. These guys got to play man. a little defense. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the defense, right? Yeah. How about uh, speaking of defense, we, you talked about Marion Local. They had 15 games this year, 11 shutouts. They've given up 33 points That's incredible. in 15 games. And they're playing Kirkland. What are they, the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> Ray Lewis? And they're playing Kirkland, who's also undefeated, so that's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, let, let's go over that, too. I'm staring at the sheet here for all the state championship games. What a special time for the sport, right? You've got you've got Archbishop Hoban versus Toledo Central Catholic. That's Division Two. That's Thursday at seven o'clock. Forty eight hours from now. Yep. 
Division 5, Friday at 10.30 a.m., right? It's like you're in the Maui Invitational with these uh, morning games. Ironton versus Canfield. Division 3, Friday at 3 o'clock, that's Canfield versus Carroll, or Bloom Carroll. Division 1, Friday, 7.30, right, Tyvis? Lakewood, St. Ed versus Springfield. That's a power matchup, isn't it? Yes, it is. going to be a good game. And in Division 6, Saturday morning at 10.30, you've got Stein, Marion, Local, and Kirtland. Mention them. Division 7, Saturday at 3 p.m., New Bremen and Warren, John F. Kennedy. And then Division 4, Cincinnati, Wyoming versus Cleveland, Glenville. I love the Cincinnati-Cleveland matchups. Yeah. Opposite ends of the state. You know, New Bremen and Marion Local were both in my high school conferences growing up, so I'm happy for New Bremen. A couple of years ago, they thought about maybe, you know, getting out of that MAC conference and stepping down to something else and maybe, you know, doing something different. But these last several years, they've been on a roll, and congratulations to both those teams. All right, guys, good stuff there. Uh, way to check out the scene in high school football. Our top performers from around the state was presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. A reminder from Ohio's dairy farmers, eight ounces of delicious chocolate milk has eight grams of high-quality protein with the power to fuel everyone from elite athletes to weekend warriors. We will check out the scene around the national college football landscape from this weekend coming up with After Further Review as the Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto continues. For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Family dinners, game nights, and holiday parties, it all happens at home. And we want to help you realize your dream of home ownership. We're the Ohio Housing Finance Agency, and if you're ready to buy a home, we may be able to help. Visit myohiohome.org for more information on down payment assistance, lower interest rates, and more. OFA makes purchasing a home more affordable. Visit myohiohome.org. Home ownership. Make it part of your future. It's time to bring the big game to your backyard. With battery power. Made by steel. Steel battery blowers start at just $139.99. And battery chainsaws start at $299.99. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Visit steeldealers.com. Real Steel. Find yours. All prices BSSRP. Attention, college football fans. Now's your time to score a touchdown on your next home. Score the mortgage rate you want with Lock and Shop from Union Home Mortgage, official home lending sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. With UHM's Lock and Shop, you get 90-day rate protection. Save up to thousands of dollars and shop for your perfect home with peace of mind. Lock and Shop with Union Home Mortgage. Call 1-877-UHM4U or go to uhm.com slash Buckeyes to get started on locking your rate. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Visit sweeps.uhm.com/rsh-rl-dash for full terms and conditions. This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Timmy Hall back here with you in for Skip Mossick today. We've got Jim Lachey, we've got Tyvis Powell, we've got Coach John Cooper here with us as Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto. Keeps on keeping on. We'll catch you up with the scene as we're watching the 
college football playoff top 25 unfold. Give you that in just a second. First, though, Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com and save $2 on any order over 20 bucks. and your locally owned Papa John's will donate $1 to the James at Ohio State. Buck up, beat cancer. After further review, Connor Wigman faked the handoff in the pocket to the back of the end zone. Moose caught it one-handed. Unbelievable catch. (laughs) Touchdown, Aggies. He had Sage Ryan on him, and he caught it with one hand, the left hand, in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Aggies. Yep, that's some excitement from Andrew Monaco from Learfield, Texas A&M. Giggum, the Aggies, shocking number five LSU. They're not number five anymore, as we can tell you. 38-23 was the final there. And guys, we just saw it. Looking at the screen right now, number one through five. Here we go, starting at the top. Georgia, number one. Michigan, two. TCU, three. Drum roll. It's USC. They put them in there. USC at four. Ohio State 5, Alabama at number 6. Jim, thoughts on the updated rankings? We just saw these come out about two minutes ago. Yeah, well... Oh, sorry, there we yeah, go. my fault. Something that we all kind of talked about, you know, an hour ago, that this would probably be the lineup that they would go with. You know, I guess there was some a little thought there, you know, when Ohio State was, you know, okay, were they going to go up or not? But 5 is, is where they should be. Uh, I don't think anybody really thought 4 would be a spot for them. Uh, it's better than six, so right where they need to be right now, and and just you know we'll have to see how things play yeah. off. I mean, the difference is, I mean, I think when I was playing, we were probably in the exact same spot, maybe even six in twenty fourteen. The only difference is that we were in the Big Ten championship and we controlled our destiny. Right. Unfortunately, these guys put the put their destiny in somebody else's hands. But it's not it's not far fetched to think that these guys can lose the, their their conference championship game and they could be right back in there. So, they just need some luck to go their way. Yeah, I agree. I, TCU and USC have got to win to hold on. If they don't, then I, then I think you, you know, Ohio State and maybe even Alabama will get in there. It could be. It could happen that way. It's just you know these. I think it's you know. Try to do this for 12 teams now. You know what I mean? All the talk that you're going to have in the future when this goes to this. That I mean, seems easy. Four, yeah, it does. That is easy, right? Who would, think, who would Ohio State be playing? Who's sitting at uh, 12? Some, I, I, I can't see it as, as it's scrolling by. i got to get it pulled up here. But Well, five would play seven, right? Five would play no, 12, eight. I think, right? Well, if there's a 12, yeah. Because they'd get to host. Yep. Yeah. The top yep. four get the buy. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, five would play 12. Buys. Right. And I don't know, like that excites me. Like the idea of that of a home game at Ohio They're Stadium in the, the future. Twelve would be Utah right now. Actually, I'm still looking at the AP top twenty-five as it hasn't updated here on the uh, interwebs yet. Utah. Yeah, they're going back through it. Utah was was twelve in the updated AP poll. I know that's not well, exactly Bo- the Bo- same. Would what be this excited is. about that. <laughs> big uh, big Utah fan. He is. Our, uh, our producer, our producer, Bodie Wells, back there. But as we roll on with some of these calls, as we will keep keeping you up to speed on what's going on with the rankings there for the ones that are pertinent, the Georgia Bulldogs had a rivalry game against Georgia Tech. Bennett in the shotgun, throws it. Marcus Rosemey, Jack Sank up high, catches it right on the goal line and falls into the end zone. Touchdown. Scott Howard from Learfield, the call there for Georgia. 37-14 win. 
no problems there. I mean, Georgia Tech is a 5-7 and seven team. They turned over their coach midseason, so there wasn't a lot of drama there for the dogs as they tried to rip off an undefeated season. Team we just mentioned, though, the Alabama Crimson Tide. They're trying to hold out hope for some kind of SEC favoritism miracle coming their way. <laughs> they had their way with Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Play action to McClellan. Bryce, again with all day, firing towards the end zone. Brooks, catch, touchdown, Alabama. 33 yards, Ja'Cory Brooks. He tied the game with Auburn late last year. Today, he gives Bama a two-score lead late in the first half. Chris Stewart, the call from Learfield. Bryce Young, by the way, wound up with 343 yards through the air and three touchdowns. He has battled some injuries, but he is one tremendous quarterback. How about the South Carolina Gamecocks and Mm. what they have been doing with Spencer Rattler here the last couple weeks? They had their game against in-state rival Clemson. Clemson's line shifts, snap it back. Rattler looking right side, now rolling right side. Wants to go on a corner route. He's got a man there. Judge Wells going at the 30, 20, trying to run away at the 10. He does so. Five. Touchdown, Carolina. Touchdown, Juice Wells. 72 daggum yards at Memorial Stadium. Are you kidding me? Boom, right back in it. I got to love hearing these other calls from around the country. I really get a kick out of this. Todd Ellis, South Carolina from Learfield. It's like that guy was born to call South Carolina Gamecocks football, and he's living it out. We stay in the Carolinas here. The NC State Wolfpack, they had a nice win over the weekend. This will be a 35-yard field goal from near the middle of the field. He's missed two this season from this distance. Here's the snap. Ball down. Kick on its way. It is no good. Wide left. State wins in Chapel Hill in overtime. 30 to 27. Burnett misses. Double overtime, actually. Gary Hahn, the call from Learfield, used to be here at Ohio State a long time ago. Yes, NC State goes to Keenan Stadium and beats the Tar Heels. How about one of the other teams that we just saw at the top of the poll there? TCU, they had no problem against Iowa State. Hunter Decker, the lefty, rolling to that side, throwing it, picked off by the Frogs at the 35-30, inside the 20, inside the 10, it's Bradford inside the 5, touchdown TCU! Miller Bradford, 35-yard interception return for the score, and the Frogs are on fire in the opening quarter. Frogs on fire. Brian Estridge, I've been enjoying some of his calls all season from Learfield. Max Duggan, he's been terrific. TCU rolled Matt Campbell's bunch 62-14 to when it was all said and done. And one more highlight from the Pac-12 as the Utah Utes circled the wagons, got back into the Pac-12 championship game. They were taking on Colorado. For the 10-yard line, a turn and give to Quinton Jackson straight ahead. Bounces off a tackler at the 5, keeps his feet to the goal line. Is he in? He is! Touchdown! Quinton Jackson from 10 yards out, draggling Buffalo tacklers into the end zone for a touchdown. 63-21, to Utah beat Colorado. And the first one up, guys, Jim, Friday night, you'll get to see USC and Utah. So we could have an answer as soon as... 
Friday night at midnight or whenever that is. Well, you, USC better be able to stop the run because that's what Utah did. They ran it 43 times, 383 yards against Colorado, who, by the way, primetime was offered that job, Deion Sanders. So mm. that would be interesting if yeah, I know, happened. right? I think, think Deion's just going to sit back Prime and take, time. take a few more of those offers. Too legit to quit. <laughs> I seen, I seen <laughs> Cincinnati in was in that uh, running, too. I think Cincinnati is after, been- after him, Heartline. And it's somebody else. I can't think of who it is. Deion Sanders, top five athletes of all time? Yes. Oh, man. I mean, he's not better than Bo Jackson. Exactly right. Well, I mean, didn't the dude play in an NFL game and a World Series game or a... a, Same day or something. NLCS on the same day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's... Like unbelievable, right? <laughs> yeah. like, how's, how's one pull that off? Steal a uh, couple bases. <laughs> yeah, free tacos for America, right? <laughs> how, many, how many free tacos we had if Dion was doing it back then? Bill Riley, uh, the call from Learfield for Utah, by the way, if I didn't mention that. We'll have much more. Coach John Cooper is here, Tyvis Powell, Jim Lachey as we keep rolling on. We're going to get our sideline report from the one, the only Matt Andrews, our wonderful sideline guy for Buckeye football. Buckeye Roundtable, by the way, is brought to you in part by Napa. Napa, get up and go. That sideline report is coming up. It's Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto right here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safelite Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at Safelite.com. Safelite Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts. Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Back here on Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. I'm Tim Holland for Skip Mossick. We got Jim Lachey, Tyvis Powell, and Coach John Cooper kicking it here today. The 2023 Buckeye Cruise for Cancer will set sail on the amazing Silver Sea, Silver Dawn. Sail to bucket list ports like St. Bart's, St. Lucia, and St. Kitts with many former Buckeye greats. Call 614-792-6204 to book today or visit BuckeyeCruise.com. 
This is the Elk and Elk Report on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. All right, the Elk and Elk Injury Report. Jim, uh, how the Buckeyes look? And we know we didn't have Travion Henderson on Saturday, but what are you focusing on? Well, you know, C.J. Hicks got hurt in that first play of the game. Looks like he knee-knocked a little bit with Xavier Johnson on that return. Hopefully he'll be okay. Uh, and then, you know, I guess if there was some fans hoping that maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba would get an opportunity to come back, but that didn't happen. And, you know, just going back looking at Jackson Smith and Jigba, 16 starts. In those 16 starts, he had 110 receptions. And 10 TDs. I mean, he was very, very effective when he was out there playing. It was unfortunate for Ohio State football fans after that performance he had in the Rose Bowl to start the year January 1st uh, that he just couldn't get involved this year to, to finish it. I, I was really looking forward to watching him play all year long and just held out hope that maybe, maybe, but that wasn't there going to be. But uh, I don't think you'll see him in the uh, <laughs> the bowl game unless <laughs> – of course, if they move up to number four, you never know. Never know. Our two deep report was presented by Elk and Elk injury lawyers dedicated to every client every day. Call 1 800 Elk Ohio. Time now for Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. All right, Matt Andrews, take it away, buddy. Thanks so much, Tim. As we try to pick up the pieces in the week after going forward, Michigan's 45-23 win over Ohio State. There were very few that spoke after the game outside the locker room, but as usual, we did hear from quarterback C.J. Stroud. Stroud finished the game for Ohio State 31-48, of two scores, two interceptions, 349 yards, and one touchdown. Let's hear from the Buckeye quarterback. When one game kind of determines the fate of this season and how this went today. How disappointing is that? And I guess what's your word to your, your teammates right now? Yeah, first of all, I just want to give all growing praise. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to go to war anybody else. I mean, it was just a couple of plays we missed, just a couple of opportunities that I didn't take advantage of. And, um, so I take it on a chance, man. It got, that's how life works. And everything doesn't always go your way. So, um, But I wouldn't change this team for the world. CJ, what did Michigan do in the second half maybe that stifled the execution, not only on offense but on defense? I think we saw, shot ourselves in the foot a lot, uh, too many penalties, uh, too many negative plays. and um, we, we were actually moving the ball really well. We just couldn't finish drives. So, I mean, we got to – I mean, like I said before, I, would never, I wouldn't take nobody else other than this team. So um, I'm very appreciative of everybody that, that fought for this game. Man, it was, it was a hard, hard loss. Um, I mean, I'll just, uh, I don't know. Thanks for your time. Thank you. There was a couple of clutch plays in the game for Stroud, including his long touchdown pass to Marvin Harrison Jr. Stroud in the gun with a snap. Sets up at the 50 to pass. Pressure coming. Arches it deep down the right side for Harrison. Caught at the five and into the end zone. Marvin Harrison touchdown on a 42-yard pass play. He caught a strike from C.J. Stroud going down the right sideline. Stroud to Harrison again. Money in the bank. It's 1917 Ohio State. Ohio State coach Ryan Day after the game talked about the offense's inability to cash in in the first half with more touchdowns. I think it was, you know, a combination of a lot of things. You know, uh, we spent a lot of time trying to, you know, uh, come up with things that we think, you know, can get us into the end zone. And sometimes it's execution. Sometimes, you know, it's other things. But, no, I mean, I think those were opportunities for us to kind of jump ahead, certainly early on in the game, and it didn't happen. 
as we turn and look to the defensive side of the ball, we were granted an interview post game with Ohio State defensive lineman JT Tuimotowau. What did not go right today, JT, defensively? Uh, you know, just all the little things. You know, we just got to go in and, and correct those stuff. You know, it, it wasn't about making the big plays. It was about being fundamentally sound. Offensive execution, defensive execution in general just seemed to be lacking. Did Michigan do something differently, or did you guys just not get it done? Nah, you know, it's, it's all on us. I mean, we just got to go in and, uh, you know, go back and watch what we did wrong and, and got to fix all the little things. What would be... The message, I guess, going forward, as hard as that is, maybe to answer right now, how do you guys kind of move ahead now? Season's not over, you know, so a lot of ball left. We just got to keep going. First year, Ohio State defensive coordinator Jim Knowles joined the media talking about the outcome post game. You know, I, I, you just go in at halftime and you say, hey, we're, we're on it. We're doing, we're doing well. You know, we had uh, you know we had things defended in the run game in, in, in the first half and a couple big plays. So you just tell the guys, hey, we're we just got to keep it going. You know, we're 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 on top of the run and we gave up a, a, a couple bad plays. You know, uh, nothing nothing to get panicked about. Um, you know, and then just uh, you know the second uh, half when they you know they hit a couple. Uh, obviously, there at the end they hit a couple big runs. Um, you know, that's just that's just disheartening. Obviously. I have to take the blame for that, and I should, you know, just got to do a better job. You know, it's a story of uh, explosive plays. You know, I thought uh, we matched well, you know, you know, and nothing well in, in a loss like that. But, you know, we matched, we matched through the course of the game, but too many explosives. And, and that's what, that's disheartening, you know, for the, not just the defense, but the team, the fans, and, and I have to take responsibility for that. Now the Buckeyes sit and watch all the action this week. It'll help determine their fate as to if they're in the playoff or heading to a bowl game elsewhere. Fellas, back to you. All right, thank you so much. Matt Andrews with the goods there. A nice report from everything that happened on Saturday. And you know, Tyvis, just real quick, we talked a lot about what Jim Knowles was clearly trying to do and going at him with the blitzing, but a lot of formations back there where everybody was up, and it was daring J.J. McCarthy to beat you, but Mm -hmm. it just went really, really wrong. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do that, you got to have these pass rushers have to win their one-on-one battles, and so it was a lot of this game where we didn't see that. Now, it's been successful throughout this year because every game has been some D-linemen or it's been the linebackers that's gotten through and put pressure on the quarterback and forced him to either take the sack or get rid of it. J.J.'s more mobile. He was more athletic. He was able to extend plays and buy time for his receivers to run, maybe a double move or something like that, and our secondary, particularly the corners, wasn't ready for it. All right, Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch. He's going to be up next in our Buckeye Roundtable Insiders Report as Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. And I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. 
Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Family dinners, game nights, and holiday parties, it all happens at home. And we want to help you realize your dream of home ownership. We are the Ohio Housing Finance Agency, and if you're ready to buy a home, we may be able to help. Visit myohiohome.org for more information on down payment assistance, lower interest rates, and more. OFA makes purchasing a home more affordable. Visit myohiohome.org. Home ownership. Make it part of your nation. Is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield? What's going on, everybody? Timmy Hall in for Skip Mossick tonight as Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto continues here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. We got our guy Jim Lachey. Been in the booth for a quarter of a century now. That's pretty awesome. Big offensive lineman. We got Tyvis Powell, the DB, and the coach, John Cooper. Hey, Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Encova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. And our insider tonight, our friend from the Columbus Dispatch. We know he didn't have a ton of time because he's got college football playoff things on the mind. He's Bill Rabinowitz from the Dispatch. We thank you, buddy, and we saw the rankings, the way they shook out. I know we're all kind of thinking about it in the same way. It all comes down to this USC-Utah game on Friday night, right, Bill? Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I suppose there's an outside chance if TCU gets blown out by Kansas State, which I don't expect. But let's say they lose, you know, badly, 45-23. <laughs> then that could open the door for Ohio State. But, uh, you know, I, w- I think the better chance is Utah beating USC, and I'm not sure how great a chance that is, honestly, because Utah's a little beat up, and USC's obviously peaking. You know, going back to that Ohio State game, Ohio, you know, they, they put a couple plays in for Cade Stover. Uh, the fourth and two came up a little bit short, uh, couldn't get it, and then the touchdown where Sandstro came in there and was able to knock that Great loose. Play. He's a guy that has made plays, ended up with four catches in that ball game, targeted him seven times, but again, just shows the confidence they had in Cade this year for, you know, a guy that, you know, played his first game at tight end last year, or no, was playing defense last year in the Rose Bowl, and now here it is, a you know, in Michigan game, they're going for him to convert, you know, those big plays. Yeah, he's had a terrific year. I wrote my game day cover story on him last week, and uh, it's just unfortunate that, that, you know, he didn't make those plays. Now, the first one was just the pass might have been a little bit flat. I mean, it would have been a tough catch, no doubt. I'm sure he thinks he could have caught it or should have caught it. The second one, like you said, Sandra Steele just made a terrific play. Uh, he had it for a second, and he just knocked it from his hands. Uh, you know, I did my DVR review last night, and there are about 10 plays that if Ohio State had, if had gone the other way, if Ohio State had made the play, Cam Brown makes a tackle on, on the first touchdown uh, catch. I think the game is completely different. But Michigan made the plays, and Ohio State didn't. Bill, when you look at C.J. Stroud's career, now let's say he does not, he decides to opt out of the Rose Bowl and his career at Ohio State is over, what will he be remembered for? Well, I would hope he'd be remembered for his excellence, but I also know the reality, and so much of an Ohio State player's career is shaped by what he did against Michigan. 
and unfortunately, he's 0-2 against Michigan. I don't think he was responsible for either of those losses. I mean, the two interceptions were kind of a desperation time at the end of the game. Uh, I thought he played well last year in difficult uh, conditions, and I thought he, you know, he was not the reason that Ohio State lost on Saturday. Um, you can point to a number of other people, but like you said, you know, quarterbacks are judged. Troy Smith, for example, is beloved because he, he was a Michigan killer, and C.J. Stroud doesn't have that on his resume. I, I personally think he's one of the best quarterbacks. Obviously, play for the Ohio State University. If he stays here and plays another year, I would think he would be the very best quarterback. I agree with you. I mean, Justin Fields was, you know, a different kind of quarterback. But you could you could make a case for C.J. Stroud, no question about it. I mean, he's a a terrific player. He makes throws that are NFL throws consistently. Um, the problem is, you know, he's he's one of eleven players on offense and doesn't play defense. And it's not his fault the defense gave up 45 points. Did his draft stock get impacted by this game? I don't think so. I think scouts know what he is and what he isn't, which is a very good pocket passer and really not a runner at all. Um, you know, I think that if you give him a clean pocket, he's going to pick you apart. Now, you could say that about most NFL quarterbacks, but he's, his accuracy is special. But he does have some holes in his game, and the, and the number one hole is that he is a very reluctant runner. Coach, or Bill for the, I was going to call you coach. Bill for the last year, coach was talking about day. You know, this is a scar. You know, scar. We're, we're never going to forget yeah. this. It's permanent. When you think of scar, that's there forever. Uh, you know, that that that's permanent. And then he ta- he came up with the words. You know, you know, not words, but kind of what they want to do with their culture. Uh, tough love. Uh, competitive excellence, uh, you know, fight. And, you know, those are the three words. What do you do now after you've used that for 12 months and and you really worked that, you know, what's the new message for this team or what do you think it should be? That's a great question. I think that they're going to need to reevaluate their approach. I I think, again, I don't want to play amateur psychologist. I'm I'm not a professional psychologist, (laughs) but, um, but, you know, there could be something to be said for the fact that they put, too much into it, that everything was geared toward this game. The 11 games before it were almost like a preseason. And they they were very confident they were going to win, I think, with good reason. I think if they played 10 times, Ohio State would have been the majority of the games. But when it went south on Saturday, I think in the moment, there was this feeling like, oh, no, oh, no, it's happening again. A little bit of panic. Not that they lost their composure, although some players did. Um, just that, that kind of feeling of, panic and i can't believe this is happening to us again maybe they need to reevaluate not to to less the importance of the game because obviously it's it's paramount but just the the approach of it because they played tight i mean i think michigan was the much looser team on saturday and that's something that they probably need to think about bill rabinowitz of the columbus dispatch is with us here on buckeye roundtable and look uh, tis the season for the transfer portal. There's a lot of speculation right now because we live in a a world where guys do transfer. It's just a matter of who, you know, not if. Are you hearing any noise at all in the back channels of what could be coming? Not, I mean, I have my, I (laughs) have a little bit of information, um, but not enough that I, first of all, would report it. Um, I think there are some players that are considering what to do, um, as they should. I mean, every season, the thing that's weird about college football now, college sports, is that you're a free agent every year. You know, in the pros, you've got to wait X number of years to become a free agent. In college, you you can decide, okay, I'm going to, the grass is greener somewhere else. 
and I think that makes it difficult on, on everybody. I don't think it's necessarily great for, for the players. Uh, I think it's great that they have freedom, but sometimes it's an easy out. So, yeah, I, it, would be, it would be naive to think that there aren't players at Ohio State that are considering transferring. Um, on the other hand, it's naive to think that Ohio State won't use the transfer portal to, to shore up some areas. All right, Bill. I appreciate that insight, man. I know you got to run. You got a teleconference. You got to hop on as Ohio State is number five, like they had to be in this updated yeah. college football playoff poll. You can't lose the way you lost and not have a little bit of a penalty with USC going on to their championship game. So we appreciate the time, my man, and we'll, we'll see what happens on Friday and Saturday yeah, in championship right. weekend. Yeah. It could have been worse. They could have been somehow behind Alabama, in which they have no chance. That didn't happen. Of course, right. <laughs> Thank God they didn't have the second loss there to shut the door on that, right? So right free, in the face. Free agency without any salary cap. I mean, it's perfect, right, <laughs> if you're a player. Absolutely. Every, every year. I mean, you yeah. just... You don't renegotiate, so you think You think Nick Saban will be doing a little recruiting? <laughs> yeah. To, not not for, for athletes, not for you know, college players. I think he's recruiting for his team. To get in a to get in a bowl game. Oh, I'm sure he is. Or getting a playoff. I, I mean, I'm sure he is. And yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're all recruiting Marvin Harrison Jr. around the country after the season. Bill Rabinowitz, kind enough to join us there uh, this week on Buckeye Roundtable in our uh, insider segment. There, we will have a little chalk talk, and uh, we'll hit pretty much anything that we didn't get to in the first hour and forty five minutes of this program as Buckeye Roundtable continues. <laughs> More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Attention, college football fans. Now's your time to score a touchdown on your next home. Score the mortgage rate you want with Lock and Shop from Union Home Mortgage, official home lending sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. With UHM's Lock and Shop, you get 90-day rate protection. Save up to thousands of dollars and shop for your perfect home with peace of mind. Lock and Shop with Union Home Mortgage. Call 1-877-UHM4U or go to UHM.com slash Buckeyes to get started on locking your rate. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Visit sweets.uhm.com/rsh-rl-dash for full terms and conditions. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over Central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. Oh, man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. SafeLight Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. Come on over to Heartland. Getting a mortgage? We take pride in providing the value and service you deserve in one of the most important transactions you'll ever have. Community banks have the most flexibility and the lowest rates. Now fact check that. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store. is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
Final segment of the show tonight, Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. I'm Timmy Hall. It's been fun sitting in for Skip Mossick here. Who'd have thought this would be the final version of the show for this football season? My guy Tyvis Powell in for Paul Keels. We got Jim Lachey and Coach John Cooper. Great job, guys. Oh. Did. You guys are doing fabulous. I mean, appreciate I that. I don't have the voice of Paul. Yeah, um, yeah, does anybody... Do. No, does hey, anyone? And speaking of Paul and Skip, they got a pretty good assignment. Yeah, so and Ronnie Stokes. Let's talk about that because yeah. we we didn't hit on that yet. The reason that these guys are not here today is they had to get on the team plane for Ohio State men's basketball. I think they left right around between five and six o'clock yep. tonight, and they're heading out to Durham for the ACC Big Ten Challenge game at Cameron Indoor. I have covered many, many games at that place. I am a college wow. basketball junkie. It's one of my first loves, along with college football and watching the NFL. College and, and basketball, golf. baby. And golf, yeah. You know, <laughs> Tyvis knows me very, very well. Long list. But, I mean, going to places like Allen Fieldhouse, I've seen the Palestra in my day out there in Philly. I've seen the Dean Dome and Cameron Indoor, and that is the most iconic gym, not just in basketball, I put it up there in the top five in sports. Like, you want to see a game somewhere, you go to a game at Cameron Indoor. So I'm excited to see this Buckeye basketball team go into that lion's den tomorrow. That's going to be nice, man. It's under 10,000 too, right, Timmy? Oh, it's like 8,200, I want to wow. say. Mm. Look up the Wikipedia capacity, Tyvis. I bet you it says 8,200 for Have Cameron you been to Indoor. Poly Pavilion? Have you been to Pauly Pavilion? I have not been to Pauley Pavilion, but that'll be a Big Ten arena here soon. I've coach been out Coop. there a few times. For oh, yeah, games. I was assistant football coach at UCLA, Kansas, and Kentucky. <laughs> three, three pretty good schools, right? Yeah. Football, Nine, football yeah. schools that play basketball, yeah, right? Yeah. Who was the head coach in Kentucky thousand. when you were coaching there? Uh, Who was the head? JB Hall? JV Hall won the national championship. That's it. Nine thousand three hundred and fourteen. They must have. Increased seating. They made them smaller, right? They must have increased seating, right? Uh, Buyers Auto Group has been serving Central Ohio and the surrounding areas since 1987. Their relationship doesn't stop when you buy a car. It starts. So come see why it's better to buy at Buyers. Proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hawkeye Roundtable. Chalk Talk. Time for our Papa John's delivery of the game presented by Papa John's. Who needs to deliver leading up to Ohio State's bowl game? You know, I mean, clearly, you know, we've, we talked a lot about C.J. Stroud. And if we're going to have the man back there that is delivering all these footballs, I really do think this comes down to what happens on Friday or Saturday. And does Ohio State backdoor it into this college football playoff? Or we're probably talking about a different quarterback. I just think that's. That's not taking anything away from CJ. If you're about to be a top five pick in the NFL draft, you're about to be a top five pick in the NFL draft. And if there's no national championship carrot to dangle out there, that's just my two cents on it. You know, that's one man's opinion. You know, Coach Cooper don't like that. He'd rather him go out. I know there. he doesn't. I know, <laughs> Coach. You hate that. But I know. It will be the Kyle McCord show if the Rose Bowl. Won't it? Look at him. He uh, said. I know. I know. We don't want to. <laughs> guys, how could you not play in the Rose Bowl? I don't know. Now, tell, tell me that. How, can, I just how many, think, how many well, college football well, players? Just the world, wait, it's the world we live in. Wait a minute. Hold yeah. on. This is how. Because he just did it last year and won in it. So he's already done yeah, it Yeah, but we had state. four other players that didn't play last year. And he still had a phenomenal game. He don't have nothing to prove. I just think it becomes a business issue yeah. uh, nowadays. That's and, it. And, 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 you know, with, uh, you know, you play in it, 
you've seen these examples of how many guys Jake Butt, you know, is, a, is an example of played in. I think in, Kenny Pickett got hurt last year. Yeah, yeah, we talk so all year just, about to, about culture and when you're loving your teammates and all this stuff, and all of a sudden the bowl game, you don't play for them. They, it is, they, it when it's when it's millions on the line, they understand. Trust me, Jim. You got a son now who looks like he's going to be a pretty darn good college football player. You guys might he might ask your input on something like this if he crosses a bridge in his football career. Yeah, you know it, it's just different everywhere he is. Uh, you know, I know Jack Campbell is a you know defensive player of the year in the Big Ten and the linebacker of the year for Iowa. And, you know, they ask him, "Would you play in the bowl?" He goes, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, 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 Jack so, Campbell's yeah, playing. So yeah. it's just everybody's different. You know what they want yeah, to do I uh, with your buddies. I would have played. Well, Jack Campbell actually has footballs for eyeballs, so I just, he has to play. I just remember the feeling. My last game was in the Rolls Bowl, and we lost to USC. But taking that jersey off, and I'm not going to lie, I was crying like a baby. It, it just it happened so fast. And, you know, not that we lost, but that I wasn't going to play with my buddies anymore. Man, that, that was I, the hard part. I can't relate. We, my, I knew my last game was the Notre Dame game, and we went out there and rolled them, man, and when I took that jersey off one last time, I, I was I did feel sad, man, because it's like yeah. you've been playing with these guys for four years and it's over. So it, it is it's tough. There has been some good players hurt in the bowl games. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame linebacker. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. was on us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wide, wide, Smith. Smith. wide receiver at Alabama. Only yeah. opening kickoff. J-Mo. Yeah, That's our guy. Yeah. yeah, transfer from Ohio State. Yeah. He still wound up going top 13. Yeah, and that was the three Buckeye receivers NFL in a row. Debut. Ted again in 2006. Yeah, <laughs> oh, gosh. Did. Yeah, gosh. Hey, by the way, we talked about the Rose Bowl. Did you guys been following this story about its inclusion in the next run of the New Year's Six Bowl? So I'm reading here from Heather Dinich. Uh, leaders of the college football playoff issued an ultimatum to the Rose Bowl this week giving a deadline of tomorrow, Wednesday, to determine if they're going to be able to expand in time for the start of the 24 regular season. And if the game's most storied bowl can't agree to terms, it's possible they could just say, well, peace, you know, you're not in the New Year's Six Bowl rotation in the next contract. So the Rose Bowl will just be flapping in the breeze. Doing whatever, trying to get whatever teams. Could you imagine? Like I it's already, I really it's couldn't. already something. Now. Well, I can because <laughs> I it's imagine. it's already been tinkered with so much where it's not Big Ten champ, Pac twelve champ. I mean, that ship has sailed. But this would be even. This would be kicking it even more down the curb, wouldn't it? Well, now it's just yes. a conference stadium to <laughs> us. You know? like this. <laughs> no, I don't. It, well, they blow, coach, they tarp off. You see when UCLA coach, plays Cooper, their games like there? This. They put these massive UCLA seating covers in there. They, they're covering up like $800 seats for what they would be at the shoe. You could walk right down to there to the front row for a Bruins game. Yeah, just the, uh, I mean, the Rose Bowl is a great place, so, you know it, it is. But the tradition of that has changed, you know, over the years. You know, first of all, with uh, you know the college football playoffs, BCS before that. You know, it used to be just a Big Ten, Pac-12 champion all those years. You know, it's just kind of gotten watered down as we've gone, and now here we're at a point where they might not be involved in the playoffs. So we'll see. It's the most beautiful stadium in college football, especially at sunset. I've never been there. The Pasadena. Never been yep. there. Yep. yep. Coach Cooper, good stuff. Thanks for having me in here. Thank, thanks. You guys do a great All job. Good to be Thanks, with Coach. You.
Tyvis Powell, that was fun, right? Last one. We it got was, in here. man. I really appreciate y'all letting me Good be Good job, too. Jim Lachey, one of my favorite guys because he's not just a Buckeye. He's a Washington Redskin football teamer and commander. That's all it. at the same That's time. It. Chase we Young might come back this you. week, baby. <laughs> Chase, get back here, man. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto, brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance, the American Dairy Association, Mideast, your Central Ohio Toyota dealers, and by Papa John's. For all these guys, I really appreciate I'm Timmy Hall. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Good job.